0: Welcome back to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. I'm your host, Jalen Bowden, here with you for another episode of Learning Powered by the Heart. This month's topic is so dear to my heart because how many of us have ever questioned whether God is really listening or wondered why certain prayers seem to go unanswered? I for one have totally been there, and learning how to pray with God has made all the difference. I love Hebrews 7:25, which says that Jesus ever lives to make intercession for us. And in Romans 8:26, it says that the Holy Spirit is praying prayers that go beyond words. So what if one of the greatest benefits of prayer as new creations in Christ is discovering what Jesus and the Holy Spirit are already praying and learning to pray that? Let's turn it over to Graham Cook as he teaches and inspires us to step into this joyful, relational, compelling life of prayer.
1: Many of us have felt at times, "Uh, if I could just have that person pray for me, everything will be okay. Well, what if that person is Jesus? What if we're not helpless by ourselves, needing ministry? What if instead we have the best prayer team ever living inside of us every moment of every day? They never even take a vacation. (laughs) Focus is an ongoing preoccupation with the truth that sets us free. And truth must create a new reality that lines us up with God's provision. The reality is that you have the most brilliant partnership imaginable with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And they are fully focused and completely committed to praying for you and with you. But here's the thing, there are two realities that we must deal with in life situations. There is the physical reality of what is taking place and there is the relational reality of God's presence being with you. Read about those realities in the book of Numbers, chapter 13, 25 to chapter 14, 10. One group saw the problem and they would reduce to being grasshoppers in their own sight, not able to do or affect anything. Another one said, God in his pleasure will give it to us because our enemy is our prey because the Lord is with us. One group inherited the promises, the others did not. There's always a higher level of truth in the facts and that truth is who God is for us. It gives us a language of trust and faith that releases rejoicing and the giving of thanks. That language of rejoicing is what releases us to hear the language of heaven in our circumstances. God is with us and so is that Jesus. You know, the one that stood outside the tomb of Lazarus and prayed, telling his father, I know that you always hear me. That's what they do together. Jesus and the Holy Spirit aren't just praying far away in heaven for you. They are in you, imparting their peace and their confidence and their joy in knowing that the Father always hears them. So the central question is, what are they praying? Wouldn't you like to pray like that? It's a pivotal truth that takes us from praying for an answer to praying with the answer. In any situation, there's only one prayer to pray, and it's the one that Jesus and the Holy Spirit are praying together that they're inviting you into. As a new creation in Christ, that's the conversation of heaven that your heart gets to be tuned towards. You know, when life goes sideways, your new man naturally desires to step away from the chaos and become quiet. Knowing the truth of Psalm 46.10, this is a moment to be still and know that I am God. Stillness is always our starting point for prayer. We abide in our secret place with God, our strong tower that lives inside of us. So step back, push the pause button, and say no to being pulled into any currents of crisis swirling around your life. And the first thing here is we get to anticipate God's silence. The new man expects silence. Why? Because we're stepping outside of noise and it's important to be still, to let peace rise up in us so that in fact we welcome silence. The new you in Christ knows that before we hear the Lord, we'll usually hear nothing. What's happening? You know, the God who adores you chooses to be with you as much as he desires to speak to you. So your new man understands the deep renewal of his presence and his peace. And we become quiet by embracing the stillness the peace of god is always in you simply allow it to rise up into your conscious heart and mind picture it like this in your spirit that is your secret place in the lord in your head that has all contact with the world. Everything's reverberating and spinning and spooling out of control. And somehow you've got to bring what's in your spirit up into your conscious mind. This is how it always works for me. I imagine here I am in my secret place living with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And when my mind is going bananas, I always picture peace like coming in an elevator. So I press the button of expectancy. It's like peace comes up in this elevator and suddenly comes up into your conscious mind and peace is there. You can't manufacture peace, but you can allow the Holy Spirit to draw it up in you so that it's God bringing peace. It's not you trying to make it. Does that make sense and here's the thing i love about that is that stillness releases unbroken communion with god because it recalibrates our hearts to listening and hearing the new man relishes the silence because of our confidence in who god is for us we know we're not being ignored or abandoned If God is simply happy to be with us in the quiet, then we are happy to be with Him. The thing about prayer is that people pray too quickly, and they often pray out of panic, and they cry out for rescue. They assess their situation from an earthbound perspective, or they respond out of unhealed hurts or fears. But that's not who you are. The Prince of Peace lives in you and is always available to you. When you're aligned with your true identity in Christ, you'll remain in a place of peace, rest, and stillness, where you won't allow anyone or anything to pull you out of that place. It's a process, series of steps, But that's what you're learning, is how to do that quickly and more powerfully. But it's important to understand that you're not just academically studying stillness or prayer, you're learning and practicing who God is for you and with you. That's what we're calling you up to. We call that relational learning, using your circumstances To teach you about who God is for you and who you are in Him and how you can partner in that particular situation. So He makes all of our life issues exciting because He's in it with us and He's already seen what's coming. So the great thing is you're not trying to get rid of stress or tension. You're actually allowing the peace in you to rise up and replace it. And from that place, stillness and joy will begin to rise up in you because rejoicing is our response to everything that's going on. We worship and we allow majesty to captivate our hearts. I love the experience of thanksgiving rising up in me. And we need to be thankful that God is with us that he is for us, that he is faithful and true. He will always be himself. And then we can begin to ask him, how are you seeing this? I know you. You're up to something. What are you doing? And how can I partner with it? So because we know things like that in the truth, we pause, we listen. And if we don't hear anything, we smile and we return to stillness and joy of being in his presence. If God doesn't speak initially, he will always speak eventually. And the gap between asking and hearing, often it's really about being filled with presence. It's not magic. You don't put a quarter in a slot and press a button and something comes out. It's a relationship. We're confident that God loves to show us his ways and he's well able to speak to us. And whether it's a gentle knowing in our heart, or whether it's his whisper in our ear, we're gonna hear something. This is where I love that phrase, rest is a weapon. Even before we know exactly what to pray, we're overcoming the enemy's schemes to drag us into distress and worry and fear by choosing to enter into rest. The new man never makes it all about the hearing. It's about the being, Christ in you and you in Christ, knowing that he and the Holy Spirit, they're already interceding for you. We're just going to discover the joy of asking and we're going to learn to keep on asking because we want to get this whole relationship with prayer right. So asking what He wants to accomplish in this situation is an important part of that. Asking what their desire is. How are they praying? What are you praying, Lord Jesus? What are you praying, Holy Spirit? Teach me to pray with you.
0: Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to the podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, Click the link in the description of today's episode to let us know what resonated with you the most. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll see you here next time.